What a time hanging out my ass and talking to you on Zoom. Get a real job! Get a real job! Get a real job! Hello and welcome back to episode 10. Oh my god, has it been that many already? It is. Of wow. Get a real job! Get a real job or don't or like if you're like me at the moment and you have zero funds and you're thinking shit do I get a real job the answer is still no no and your host today are me Natalie Gray and it's me Kelly Gray whoop whoop Kelly Gray who's just told me she's broken a finger apparently yeah I think I have actually broken it it's really sore but the thing is like it's bruised, but I can still move it, which means that you haven't broken it. But I don't know what I've done. I've done something to it. Maybe you've because just the pain, the bone. pain is horrendous and it's so swollen that I can't get my rings on. I don't think you've broken it. I think you've just I've hurt it. Defo done something to it, and it's getting worse. And it's been a week and a half, so I'm, a, I'm slightly concerned. But I just can't be asked to go to. A hospital or anything because oh for a finger no thank you no no it'll fix itself right absolutely not um (laughs) that'll start the podcast with a debism but do you remember when was it lockdown can't remember it was um, it was lockdown when basically our mother debbie who's had um she's been uh, we've been really nice to her recently so might as well start with this one literally we were all playing a game and mama cooked like this massive dinner and then she'd like put her hand in oil, like burning hot oil, and you could see that it was like bad. So we were sat Just playing a game. Just skin off. Literally. And we sat like played a board game afterwards and she was sat there with like a bowl of ice just with her finger in it. And we were like, mum, you should probably call the doctors because it looks like it could be like third degree burns. And she was like, oh, fine. Called the doctors and like went through all this like things with the doctor and she was like is it this is it that is it this and then the, the doctor went right I think you need to come into the hospital and mum just went oh, oh. <laughs> she actually let out literally. a child's literally. oh like full-on oh. sulk mode and then full she went to the doctor do I really need to and the doctor was like yes and she's like oh okay she hung up the phone and we carried on playing the game and she did not go to the hospital because that sums yeah. I'm up but she was fine she was fine she was just in a lot of pain uh but yeah she refused i was like what do you expect but them this, to do though this is so <laughs> typical debs though but this this is so typical debs because so bless our poor mum she was complaining about foot pain for like a year and we didn't say, take it seriously we no, did not and i say i say complain like debs is very like she'll her arm could be falling off and she'll mention it and then be like okay just gonna carry on about it and you're like, well, do something. Um, and literally, we went to like Paris and we walked like everywhere with the whole weekend. And mum was like, my foot's hurting a bit. And we were like, come on, stop being miserable. And literally, eventually, I think dad like forced her to go to the doctors because he was like, right, what's going on? And she'd worn away like the cartilage on her toe. Oh, and it was, it was like, so bad. Bone on bone. And she had to have like a really serious operation on it and stuff. And she's got like a humongous scar in it. And we all now just rip the shit because we're just like, yeah, we, we you never know with Debs because you literally could have no. her arm falling off. You'd never know. I know. We made her go to Paris with us and walk around Paris for like eight hours, yeah. and she kept saying, oh, "I'm just I'm in I'm in a lot of pain with my foot." And we were like, "Get over it, you're fine." And the whole oh, time she had bone on bone rubbing against each other, like oh, 
Ow. It's actually quite gross. It is quite Ow. Gross. Like, yeah. you know, she's broken her foot or broken her toe at the moment. Yeah. And that's black. I literally, like, I only found out about it because she called me to be like, can I still do yoga with, like, a broken toe? And I was like, well, it depends how, like, bad the break is. Because if it's, like, black and you can't move it and yeah. it's, like, a broken bone, then no. And she's like, oh, I didn't think so. I was like, why? What have you done? She's like, I broke my toe. And, like, sent us yeah. all a photo of it and it is just black. Like, she literally fell over her own it. foot. Oh. She yes. fell over her own foot. That's what she did. Like, it's just oh, ridiculous. Mom. Ridiculous. Pure, but she's had a, her hair done at the moment. So she's had this new treatment done because she's oh, got really it? curly hair. Yeah. Really curly oh, hair. And her. with holidays and the humidity, it just goes poof like a poodle. And oh, really so like she's had this new treatment done. But the first three days, you're not allowed to wash it or anything. And it's like slicked to your head. You're not allowed to put it behind uh. your ears. You're not allowed to put it up in a ponytail. It's literally like Hanson on steroids. And it's stuck. Ow! Oh. What are you doing? That's instant karma. It is. Because you're ripping the shit out, mum. I know. But she was like, I'm not leaving the house. She won't leave the oh. house. She won't even go to the shops. So I'm not going anywhere. No one can see me like this, but she does. It's look so funny because she she messaged me to tell me she was getting this thing done, and I'm obviously I got mum's curly hair, and I'm so team curly. Like I'm a curly girl through and through. Like I abide by all the curly girl rules. I am like I threw my straighteners away. Like I am so over it. I don't even like straighten my fringe. Like look at the state of this. Like I am curly girl massive. Um. And Aiden's the same, bless. Like, I get sent some curly girl stuff um, from a company and he always steals it. And I'm like, dude, that's mine. Um, but so he, she called me and told me she's getting this done. And I was like, well, if it makes you happier, fine. Um, and I went to tell Aiden and he went, oh, it's called insert whatever it's called. And I was like, how the fuck do you know what it's called? And he was like, because Tim Minchin has it done. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I can't remember what it's called, but... Um... It, yeah, it's not the one she had done before that loads of people had done. Um, the Brazilian blow-dry, that was it. The Brazilian blow-dry, yeah, it's not that. It's like co- cocoa treatment or something. I don't know. But um, we'll Dino. soon see. We'll yeah. soon see. Talking uh, so of Aiden, oh, go on, I've got go on. a really weird thing. So there's this new documentary about the Glee curse at the moment. I reckon there was a curse on the set of Glee. And oh, obviously Glee is in like, like Glee don't Glee. stop yeah. believing. Exactly. Fucking so I watched Glee. this documentary yeah. and it was really interesting because um, they had like three of the characters died and like the main characters. That. And then they yeah. also had people working behind the scenes died and they reckoned what? it was cursed. Yeah. But anyway, um, Corey, <laughs> Corey, the guy, Corey Minchin or something, the guy that, that died first... I think he looks like Aiden with short hair. Corey, without, with short hair, I think that's Aiden. He has got the same eyes and the same profile. And I kept watching it going, oh my God, that's what Aiden would look like if he cut all his hair off. <laughs> I need to find it. Corey. Corey, Mon- Corey. Monteith. Me- yes, Mon- Monteith. That's it. Yeah. Corey Monteith. Do you think? Oh my gosh. Watch this documentary and watch when he like talks and how when he turns to the side and stuff and you're like, oh my god, that's Aiden. 
Um, I mean, I watch it because I'm so into that sort of stuff, but I, I used to really fancy him randomly when he was in Glee. Really? Well, there you um, go. I know. But I don't think it was like him, but I just, sorry, I was just laughing because it's not funny. It's really sad that people died, but like just had this image of like this evil, like tone deaf dude that just hates music. A bit like Footloose to the extreme, just like sat in the yeah. back of the Glee filming, just like taking everyone out. Like that's the worst horror film I've ever heard of. Yeah, it is basically like that. Yeah. Watch the documentary. It's insane. It really is. We're currently watching all of Lord of the Rings again. So once that's done. Bawfest. Fuck off. Lord of the Rings is amazing. Bawfest. So (laughs) I have some really exciting news. Go on. I had my first hot coffee this year. Today. You had your first hot coffee? Why is that? I thought you were going to tell me like you had like a job or something. Dude, That's dude, the worst dude, news this means, ever. This means the sun is cooling down. It means the nights are getting darker. It means hoodies and jumpers and hats and scarves. It means autumn has arrived, bitches, and I'm here for it. Well, let me tell you what I did today. You'll be quite proud. I put what? my summer wardrobe in a suitcase. See? Yes. And I got my winter wardrobe out. I'm done. So, I'm so done. I'm ready. I'm literally like getting my coat out. I'm getting like hocus pocus on the TV. Bitches, summer is done. Let's move on. I'm yes. going to have a pumpkin spice at some point this week to celebrate that. Oh yeah, Kelly that. is a, a bougie bitch that likes pumpkin. those things. I've got to tell you though, I love, I do love this time of year. I love it so much. And the wrapping up, the smells that you get first yep. thing in the morning and last thing at night. Oh my gosh, yep. I love it. But it is also cuffing season, which means it then also for us singletons out there makes yes. us remember how we do not have cuffs of any kind. Um, but also, no, 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 because cuffing season, it's glamorized on social media, but it's not a good thing. Like, I'm sorry, but I would hate to be like, oh, yeah, I got with my partner because it was cuffing season. I had like no one else to get with. For those of you guys who like have, no idea what we're talking about. Cuffing season is basically where you go. So hot girl summer's over and now it's coming up to snuggle time. So I'm going to start collecting the people who made it this far and then go through them individually and see who's going to make it to like Halloween and then who's going to make it to bonfire night. And then usually around that time is when the decision is made for your Christmas cuddle buddy. Yes, absolutely. But there's a very small window. There's a very Very small small window. window. Because right now, it's, right now, it's the closing party season. So people are yes. coming back now and they're all sort of now going, they're all having their downtime where they're, they're feeling sorry for themselves and they're in a yeah. whole house of horror. Um, but then once they come out of that, they'll be like, right, cuffing season has started. I now need to find someone. So you have a very short window um, of getting cuffed. Um, which I haven't had any luck with for for a few years. Um, But that's fine. That's absolutely fine, you know, because it's not like I um, have a new car to pay for now or a new flat to pay for now um, because all my luck is in a row currently. Yeah, but... Oh, no, wait, it's not. No, no, wait. That's got nothing to do with you having a boyfriend or not. No, but I can't afford to date now. You don't pay for dates. I don't pay for dates, but you I don't, don't have the time because now I have to take on extra work. So I don't have time to date because, oh, uh, let's talk about that, shall we? Should we talk about Friday? Because there's going to be people out there that have no idea what I'm talking about. R.I.P. Kelly's car. 
my car, driving back from work after, by the way, I'd been up at half four to get to Chelsea for six. And uh-huh. I'm very tired at this point. I've taught several classes. I'm sweaty and gross because I haven't showered yet. Got in my car thinking I'll get home, have a nice bath. I got to come off the motorway leading up to the roundabout and my car smokes. There is smoke everywhere. At front, at the back, it is surrounding my car. So, and then suddenly it just dies. Like a Celine Dion music video. Exactly that. And I felt like singing to myself. If only the car worked for me to put the song on. Um, (laughs) The whole thing just stopped working. And I'm thinking, shit, there's no hard shoulder. People are coming up really fast from the motorway here. And I climbed out the passenger side. I put my hazard lights on, climbed out the passenger side, grabbed my water, grabbed my phone, and then like jumped over the barrier, nearly fell down a ditch because it's just like a big (laughs) hill. There's nowhere for you to stand. So I managed to like get into this little grassy bit where I've got bugs crawling up me. And I'm just thinking, well, fuck my life, will you? So then, of course, I ring the RAC and they're like, yeah, you're in a high risk zone. So we'll get to you as soon as we can. But that's still going to be about an hour. And then quick question, meantime, quick, quick adult question. Who did you call first, mum or the RAC? My mum. Obviously. Not that she could do anything. <laughs> Why so, do we do this? Literally, I don't know. in a high risk situation. And I'm like, right, I need to call mum. Call my mum. <laughs> not, yeah, it's exactly not what good. I did. And then I rang her and I was like, there's nothing. And I actually said to her, well, there's nothing you can do right now, is there? So I need to call the RAC. I'll speak to you in a bit. And she was like, yeah, yeah, call me back, call me back. I was like, why did I do that first? Why? And then, yeah. um, and then I've got to say, the highway police, there was a highway policeman, drove straight past me, looked over at me, kept on going. Yeah, I was they like, do Thanks, that. They're dude. Really fun. Yeah. Thanks for that. So I stood there. I had my sports bra on. I'm sweaty and gross. Ew. People are all staring at me. Some people beeped me. I'm like, dude, do you really think I'm doing this for shits and giggles right now? No, I am not. And do you know what? There's been so many times when I've driven past people that have broken down. I put, oh, you poor bastards. That's all I could think. That poor bastard dude. was me. So the yeah. RAC ends up getting there an hour later. He says, your car is dead. Completely dead. Um, oh, I do have to give a big shout out though, because there was an AA van that drove up, saw me, he crossed over and he got out of his van and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm like on the verge of tears, you know, as you would be. I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, are you with the AA? I was like, no, I'm with the RAC. They are on their way. He goes, I'm really sorry. I can't do anything for you then. He said, but do you want a bottle of water? And he got me a bottle of water out of his car. So big shout out to him, whoever he was. What a ledge. Um, And it was absolutely laced with a hypno. But apart from that, thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's how murder scenes start. (laughs) Fuck's sake. I ended up getting towed all the way back to mum and dad's and spent the night <laughs> Again, there feeling sorry went back for to mum and dad's. Went back yeah. to mum and dad's. You have a flat. You have a life of your own. And I literally, so <laughs> mum texts me and was like, have you spoken to Kel? And I was like, no, what was going on? And she's like, oh... RIP the car and I was like fuck I bet she's yeah. livid and then obviously like mum and dad both like don't wind her up and I was like I won't say anything um I get this a lot with mum and dad like something will happen and one of them will message me and be like don't say anything and I'm like what what do you think of me like I <laughs> <laughs> it's because you say the wrong things at the wrong time and you but say them in funny. the worst way but no not all the time things. not funny all the time things. Um, and 
it was a bad day it was a bad day and I got home and dad got me a glass of wine and then I had a bath and I stayed at theirs for the night having doggy cuddles and then bless mum was like you can borrow my car for a few days until we can get like get your car sorted out but my car's dead so now I have to buy a new car um because it is it's done like it, oh, there's no back. how the mighty it's have fallen going, going to have to be scrapped um, literally so this time last was, week i was in LA. when we when we did the podcast last week and kelly was like oh i'm off to la and life is so great and would do who do hoot and then this week it's like oh welcome to the earth welcome yeah welcome with a bang to rock bottom here we are with a bang like but i had okay the best time autumn yeah I had the best time in LA though. And we went to Beverly Hills one day. And you know what I did as soon as we drove in? Dilla dilla, dilla And that's uh, all I kept singing. And I was searching for like Brandon and Brenda and all of them, but I couldn't find them. Oh, but no. we did sneak Luke in. Perry. Oh. Right. But I know, but he Luke wouldn't Perry. be there now. <laughs> 90210, guys. This is the 90210 90s reference. If you haven't seen it, literally stop this podcast and go binge all seasons because it's fucking fantastic there's 10 seasons it's the original one and it's fucking banging it's such a good show it's um, so good we, we snuck into the beverly hills hotel you're only allowed in there us. if you have you know a room and stuff and that's yes. where dylan lived so i was very excited yes. So uh, we snuck in and we went in with purpose, which is what you always have to do. So we walked up and we were like, yes. oh, hi, we've got a meeting at the um, polo bar because we Googled the name of the bar. And they were like, okay, no problem. Follow us. Went to walk us. And we were like, oh, he's just said he's running a little bit late. Is there any way we can sit around by the pool? Oh, well, yeah, if you're waiting for your meeting, no problem. So they walked us to the pool where the cabanas are and we sat at the bar and they made us cocktails and we sat there just thinking, how the fuck have we managed this? How and then we just walked out. About two hours. And then oh, we managed even, to... Like, um, check no, no. And then we went to the Mondrian Hotel because they've got a thing called the Sky Bar, which is right at the top. Rooftop mm. swimming pool. And they were having a pool party. And we went there and they said, well, have you got a reservation? And we were like, no. And they were like, oh, do you know what? Don't worry, come on in. <gasps> so we had a reserved area that no one turned up for. Stayed at the pool party all day. It was Great. brilliant. The funny thing yeah. is, right, so... Mum was talking to me about life, just, you know, general chit chats. Another Deb is in here. And she was like, oh, Kelly was saying LA is so expensive. And I was like, I know, I went there like 10 years ago and it was expensive then. And she went, yeah, but $25 for a cocktail. And I went, no, no, right. Back up. Because mm. Kelly lives an expensive life. I yes. was like, if Nat Gray was going to LA right now, Nat Gray would not have been in a place that sold $25 cocktails. <laughs> it's literally, I said to mum, I was like, it's not LA that's expensive, it's Kelly Michelle Gray. Because it's the fucking same as if someone came to London and went, I'm going to go to Soho House and have a cocktail. They are 25 quid. Expensive, bougie lifestyle, which Kelly thinks she leads. And then shit like a car goes down and she goes, I've got no money. And look, Literally, Aiden was saying, he was like, Kelly's got loads of money. She's like, does this, does that. She goes to LA, she's done a life coach course. And I was like, no, no, no. Kelly tries to manifest money. And before the money comes, <laughs> she has spent it. So I'm a know, blagger. LA I'm a blagger is not expensive. Well. Kelly's lifestyle is tray expensive. But no, I just, I wanted to see the nice parts of LA, you know. But the, the second day, though, we, 
had a fairly cheaper day because we hiked up the Hollywood Hills, which was probably Great. my favorite part of the whole thing. Um, saw Justin Timberlake's house. I was waving. There was someone. Oh, in did you see Iron got... Man's house? Did you go? Did you watch? Go to Iron Man's house? I told you to. You don't. Even I know think what Iron Man's we house did, is. but I I can't <sighs> remember. Um, I was just excited about Justin Timberlake's house and Vinnie Jones's house as well, um, and probably other people's that we went past, but I didn't have a clue. Um, and then we went to Venice Beach and we got bikes Good. and we went to like went and saw Muscle Beach, which should now be called Dad Bod Beach. There is not a, there is not a steroid in sight down there. Is there not? There. Oh, that's no, it's it really nice actually. I really liked it. And then yeah. we went down to Santa Monica Pier on oh, the bike. I love Santa Monica. Came back. It was just so nice. So the second day was a lot more cost effective. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. But so, then yes. I did fly back in Upper. Yes. Of course she did. So how the yeah, mighty like have said, fallen. I'm telling you, I like to think I am a bottle of Verve, but I'm actually a box of Lambrini, not even a bottle. No, like a plastic bag. Yeah. Do you remember you yeah. can get the plastic yeah, bags? Boxes. Oh my God. Do you remember like when we were kids and we lived in that really small house? And dad had <laughs> a box of wine in the fridge all the we time. Always, yeah. yeah. We had like the smallest, considering it was like, well, I say four, like Nan was always there, so it was like technically five. There was like, we had the smallest little fridge ever and there was always a box of wine that you had to be so careful yeah. when you opened because every time you opened the fridge, it would just kind of everywhere and it had oh. like one of those little turny like turny nozzle things, things. yeah, yeah. You and when we used to have like wine. house parties as kids and you'd be like don't drink the wine because dad will know how much has been drunk <laughs> it have a um, clue. so your week's been up and down you've had a roller coaster of a week it's it ended on a shitter yeah it's ended on a yeah. shitter and then today That's i woke fine. up with a swollen face because i treated myself <laughs> to a chinese last night and i've had an allergic reaction to something and i woke up and my eyes wouldn't open and my whole face has swelled up so today so winning um, the kelly gray i crashed and burnt this weekend uh but yeah what a day to be kelly week? gray i know what about your week um, what's happening Actually, my week's, my week's been pretty cool. I had, um, so the audition that I spoke about on here like a week ago or two weeks ago, I got a recall for, which was great. Woohoo! Um, yeah. I can't go to the recall because I've got panto. Um, standard. Basically, the, standard. The job starts whilst I'm at panto and obviously like my agent tried to talk to them and obviously they were just like, we can't because she'd miss rehearsals. And I was like, damn it! Um, Brilliant. But I said to my agent, I was like, I'm still going to take it as a fucking win because it was a casting director who's never seen me before. It was someone I've really yeah. wanted to get in the room with. Like, I was buzzing about it. So actually, win, 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 chicken dinner. Um, was it, um, can I ask as well, you know, was it the one with the videos that you just couldn't decide on and you kept doing more yes. and more singing and I literally tapes? did like 14 self-tapes for it. They had yeah. no choice. <laughs> literally. I'm taking a leap yeah. out of Jodie Steele's book, Persistence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I had that and then I had... I had a a really weird self-tape. So I'm kind of dabbling in the world of like more commercial stuff, like getting a bit of a, because of my look, I think I'm getting a bit more yeah. like TV film kind of commercial looking things because um, I'm a quirky. Um, mm-hmm. And that's apparently cool now. Like when yeah, I was whereas younger, I get that. fuck all because yeah. <laughs> I look like every other woman. <laughs> whereas I'm like I'll, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that. But, I'm more yeah, golem. Like everyone. Yeah. Like, in the world of life, you're a Disney princess and I'm Gollum and currently everyone's casting Gollum. Fuck so off. here we are. Um, uh, but I had this self-tape come through and my agent was like, oh, you need to use a teleprompter. And I was like, what? 
And they're like, oh, yeah, because the actual job, you'll be using a teleprompter. And right. I, mate, I'm going to use a teleprompter for every fucking audition I get now. Because, you know, when you get like seven sides and you have to learn yeah. them all and you're like, and then you're worrying about the actual words rather than the thing and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Dude, I've got this app that like puts the the words, about to say the lyrics, puts the words on the side of the camera. So you're looking directly at the camera and the words are just there. And I was like, oh this God. is going to be like so obvious that I'm doing Game this. changer. Oh my God, I watched it back and like my eyes just don't move from the camera. And I was like, I am nailing this. So um, I'm hoping to That's get more amazing. of that. Because yeah, so I had one. Good. I had a teleprompter, but you could see that you were using it. So I stopped mm. using it. Yeah, no, this one, because you can change as well, like the size of the text to like fit your eyeline. Oh my God, I loved it. Um, I haven't heard back this. So I don't think I got it, but uh, I'm okay with that because also the age bracket for the job was quite higher than me. So, so maybe it's a good thing. It's, it's, I'm going to take it as a compliment. Um, yeah. I'm looking at all of these things as compliments. Um, I had a band rehearsal with my new song. Exciting. Um, and I literally like, before we even started, I was having like a really weird day. Like, I don't know if you get this, like, but if I'm, if I'm on my period, I am a wreck of a human, like not emotional. I'm talking, I fall over. I forget things. I literally walk into stuff. Literally. I've, I've walked into the side of like our little bench in the kitchen. I've bruised my ribs. Like, oh. what? But I was having one of them days, like, I got in the shower in my underwear. Okay. And then was like, this isn't right. Um, Having one of them days, and I got to rehearsals, and I said to the boys, I was like, look, I have not listened to this song since I wrote it. The only time I listened to it is when I showed it to my dad the other day, and I cried. So, just bear with me. And we did the song, and I didn't cry, which Yay! I'm so chuffed with. And it sounds fucking sick. Like, yeah. I am so I excited. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't no. heard it yet. No. Um, well, you'll hear it in I've... a week. <laughs> ah! Um, so I'm very excited to do that. Okay. But the main excitement of that day. So I always bring sweets and treats to rehearsals because that's just who I am. Um, okay, you have to. Yeah, and like... I think I've said this before on here, like whenever I do writing camps or studio sessions with new people, I'll always bring cake because my brain goes to, there's a lot of artists in this room. It's a lot of like writers. And if I can be remembered, it's the redhead who brought cake. I'm absolute winner. Yeah. Absolute winner. Um, so I went to Tesco's and I was like, oh, I'm going to get something for the boys. Oh my God. The line of Tesco. So, you know, you walk in, there's like a feature row. Yeah. Of like stuff that's new at Tesco's. It was all Christmas stuff. Oh my God. Ah. Christmas stuff is the best stuff. The best I... treats ever. I mean, ever. ironically, so I did a little, obviously, a little TikTok video of me with no makeup on, basically in my pajamas, dancing in front of the Christmas aisle. I got so much hate. <laughs> like I even got people being like stop ruining summer or other people being like um leave us Halloween bitches alone um (laughs) someone private messaged me and was like nah this really isn't okay in September and I was like oh no I I personally think it's okay in April but that's a me thing um 
So I was like, right. So I got, you know, those bag of like the German sugar cake biscuits <gasps> I love. Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what Is you're talking about. Libre yeah. Kuschkin. Libre Kuschk. Yeah. I took them. I know. It's got an L in it. Yeah. I took them to rehearsals and had a mixed reaction. Okay. What, once Some they the boys, started eating them? No, after, before, before. Everyone was okay. like, what the fuck is this? Apart from Dan, my drummer, who was like, they're fucking banging, open them immediately. And I was like, you, that's why me and your friends, mate. That's why, why? Yeah. Um, Jack, my guitarist and co-writer, he was a little bit like, nah, it's nowhere near Christmas. Yeah. Um, but I opened the bag. I had one. One. Because of those fuckers. Well, so they won't complain next well. time, will they? Exactly. Yeah. And then we all realised that every single one of my songs could be a Christmas song if I chose it to be. <laughs> so oh, I spent no. the whole of the rehearsal making all my songs into Christmas songs and I really enjoyed it. So that was a really lovely day for me. Um, so yeah, this week's, <laughs> this week's been absolutely great. We, um, we actually had Buster Rhymes yesterday, as in Jodie Seal's dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, so she runs a school called JSA, which is Jodie Steele Associates. Um, by the way, my knee just clicked then, that really fucking hurt. Um, oh. I'm old! And we took him for a really long walk. We only meant to go for like a 20 minute walk and we end up getting lost in a national park near us. And 5k later... No. 5k we did. Oh my God. Did you see all the deer though? Is that where all the deers are? No, it was a different, different park. We couldn't have Buster off the lead with all the deers, but they've got this like, um, tracker device on his collar. Yeah. And it's really cool actually. So like it just, every now and again, my phone will beep and go, we can see that you've got this dog with you. And I'm like, yes, I'm looking after him. Um, but I went on the map of, cause it tells you where Buster's been. (laughs) Oh my God. That poor dog and his tiny little legs. It was like fucking dot to dot everywhere. And then he literally, we got home, we fed him and we had dinner and then we watched Lord of the Rings and he just slept from literally like five o'clock until midnight. That dog did not move off the sofa. Yeah. I bet he didn't bust a rhyme that night, did he? No, he did not. Um, So yeah, (laughs) my week has been pretty good. I go off on tour next week, which is terrifying and exciting. Exciting times. Very, very Exciting. 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 I've got a couple of stories for us. Okay. Not not like a gazillion amount, but I've got a couple. But I thought cool. before we did that, um, so I've noticed something, and I don't know if, if this affects you in the acting world. I don't know. Right. But kids these days, instead of doing what we used to at college where you, you print sheet music out and you have to sellotape them all to the right and it was all very confusing yeah. and sometimes you get the sheets mixed up, are using iPads now. But how does the pianist switch over? You sound like such an old woman then. How, I know. how does you go how to does one the page? page? How, how does he does swipe? Page Literally just swipes. As if like you would change a sheet over. Just swipes. And the next sheet comes up. What the fuck? And oh my God. I, I did like a, an audition and on, someone had an iPad. And I was like... Typical old Nat Gray. I was like, oh, you brought it on your iPad, have you? And uh, I was like, yeah, it means I don't have to carry my rep around with me and it just saves the planet because, you know, like Gen Z or whatever. Right. Um, 
And I was like, that's an amazing idea. And like, obviously they had like the, one of the big iPads rather than like the little yeah. ones. And I was like, oh my God. And he went, yeah. And then like, if they don't want that, they can just look through my rep on my, my little app and it tells them all the songs. They just pick them. And I was like, oh my God, I've never felt older. That, that me with like this massive rep, rep with yeah. all my folders and everything. And, and um, the paper always yeah. used to get like messed up and it'd get yeah. ripped and you'd have to print it off again. And it, or it yeah. fell off the piano or like you yeah. sellotape the wrong page to the wrong bit. But I literally, I just sat there and I was like, I have never felt older. And I said to this person, I was like, ah, oh, do you always use an iPad? And they were like, yeah, what, what else would you use? And I was like, oh my God, no. Were they 10? Sheets, you know? Um, <gasps> oh, so God, I graduated absolutely 10 years put you ago. In your place. <laughs> L- literally, I was like, <gasps> wow. I'm so old. Yeah, in the words I feel of so Joey from Friends, well. I can be old. So um, old. Yeah, so that was, oh. that was fun. Um, okay. So that's the story for you. But then I thought about, you know how we've been having like muggle job stories? Yes. If, if you were not an actress, you know, like say there's been some sort of like apocalypse on acting and performing. I don't yeah. know. COVID. Imagine. <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. Imagine. Um, <laughs> retrain. Imagine. Retrain. Hashtag retrain. Um, what muggle job would you want to do? If if you had to do it all again, do your life all again from day one, but they said you could not do performing, what would you do? I would go into some kind of psychology working with like murderers and high, high, what's the word? High danger people. That's what I would do. So I'm like, surprised. I thought you'd do like fitness stuff. I thought you'd be into fitness. Well, I mean, I'd do that gym. anyway. You no. know, like as a cool <laughs> No, I would I would be some kind of criminal psychologist. That That's would be me. Point. What about you? What would you do? I would want to go into some sort of <laughs> science. Um I I would like to like study how the brain works. Would you really? Yeah. I'm really fucking fascinated by the brain. Like, like um Dr. McDreamy in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but he's like a neurosurgeon, so he I don't want to like operate on the brain. I want to see how it works. Okay. Like you know how like there's studies of people who go into prisons and they like do um like PlayStation games with prisoners to teach them empathy yeah. and like learn why their brain hasn't got parts of the brain that can cause this sort of disorders. Maybe maybe it's wow. because I've got PTSD and stuff, but I'm so intrigued by the brain. And like even stuff like you know when someone says something to you and it just clicks in your brain and you go mm-hmm. Oh my, like for instance a friend of mine said this to me quite recently and it has stayed with me and she literally we talk about social media and she just said she was like oh I'm so glad that this whole like fake it till you make it era of like influencers is gone and I was like what do you mean she's like oh well obviously like Lewis Capaldi and stuff like that have changed the game of like people nowadays talk about shit auditions or shit yeah. stories or how hard things are and I was like yeah that's true and then she went because I know about you but I'm sick of watching people on social media boasting about things they've not achieved yet. Yeah. And I was like, Phew. yeah, that's, that's what infuriates me is what, and like makes me go, Oh, well then I compare myself, even though I know it's fake. I then compare myself and feel bad about it. Yeah. Whereas if I watch videos of like artists, for instance, there's an artist I, I follow called Natalie Shea. 
not Natalie Gray. Her, Natalie weird. Shea. Okay. Um, she's lovely. Her music is amazing. And we've crossed paths quite a lot of times. But she posts a lot about doing school tours or like being in sessions that are just like yeah. in someone's bedroom. And so, and I'm more connected to that because that's more realistic. It's more and real, yeah. Yeah. And it's just those moments of like how your brain works. And I instantly go, oh my God, literally like a light switch on. And I would love to know like the science of our brains and why why it works how it works and how we like adapted as kids to learn this sort of stuff but you know that's all stuff that comes down with NLP which is what I did as well so you yeah. learn that and that subconscious and why you why you there's some things that your subconscious takes away from your conscious brain because you you literally can't cope with it so you can't yeah. cope with having it there but I would like so to like learn about how how the brain like the brain named itself. Like, that to me baffles me. Like the brain is so fucking cool. Um, yeah, and, and terrifying I, I think I, at the same time. Yeah, like I think if I was doing this life again, I'd want to go into studying the brain, maybe working with like people with different kind of like, neurodiverse situations and see like how the brain's adapted to it. And yeah, I think that'd be really fucking fascinating. Well, there you go. Unfortunately, so it's it's too late for both of us to start again. Yeah. I mean, We're I read a now. lot of books about it and it's like, whoa, but no, thank you. It's too much. I mean, maybe if we had done that, we'd actually have some money and you could buy a new car. Yeah, this is so true. I wouldn't worry about buying a new car then, you know, it would be an issue. Failed. Unfortunately, I, I didn't choose this life. This life choose me. Also, you know how last week you were boasting about that little royalty check from EastEnders? Oh, yeah, that's got nowhere now. Nowhere. It's my own fault. It is my own fault. I've done that. Karma, 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 chameleon. It really is. It's all my own fault. I I take it. I will take it. But I have big, big beliefs that next year is going to be a big fucking year and I won't be worrying this time next year. That's my plan. Absolutely. I say saying all the time. I'm always like, this time next year, we'll be laughing over the fact yeah. we had to go to Aldi rather than Tesco's to get the vegetables for tonight's dinner. Yes. Like, we'll be laughing about it. We'll be laughing about the fact we currently can't afford to go to a yoga class. We will laugh yeah. about it and be like, oh, peasants. <laughs> Do you remember the time? Do you remember exactly. that time? Yeah. Yeah. E- exactly. Um, so, yeah. Thought I would uh, finish this podcast with some stories. Okay, fabulous. Let's do this. I look forward to story time. I like story time. I know, and we are in need of some more. So if you are (laughs) listening out here and you would like to send us any funny audition stories, embarrassing audition stories, anything you would like, um, muggle job stories, muggle job stories, anything remotely related to the industry and getting a real job, Please drop us a message. Either drop us um, a message on Instagram via the Get a Real Job page, or you can do it directly to me and Kel, or on Facebook, yes. whatever you want. Yeah. Or if you have our absolutely. numbers, you can just text Come us. Come chat to us. Chat absolutely. To us. Let us know. Okay, so I'm not going to name and shame these because they have not given me permission. Okay. I mean, they haven't said don't, but they haven't said do, so I'm just not going to. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read this one out. Worst audition story. Stage audition at the Coliseum. I was accompanying a soprano doing a death scene from some opera or another. She suddenly disappeared. 
I was convinced she'd fallen into the pit, so I stopped and shouted for help. <laughs> However, she was acting and busy dying under the piano. She didn't get that. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine you're so in it, like you're literally acting for your life that the pianist is like, Oh my god, get help! Oh, we need help, we need help. Oh my god. That would that put poor me girl. Can literally. you fucking imagine? Also, like, like, no, no, I'm acting. This is me acting. This is this is the acting. But well done, thank you so much for believing. That's this the is, thing. This is the bit where we act. You have to, you'd have to take that as a massive compliment because you have to be like, oh, go me. That he yeah. thought I was actually dying. Like he actually thought I was dead. I'm surprised um, that she didn't get the part. Me too. Maybe it wasn't for that reason. Maybe yeah. Maybe <laughs> she was supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a love scene. <laughs> uh, it's actually a comedy. I think you're in the wrong room. This is the part where she falls in love with the guy, not kills him. Yeah. Um, that's very funny. This Brilliant. next one um, is actually been sent by my friend's mum. Again, I don't want to name, name and shame her because I, she hasn't said I can't. She hasn't said I can. So we're just not going to. Um, okay. So I went for my first audition in years for a few lines in a TV drama, left with great relief and was wandering aimlessly when a phone went off in my pocket. It wasn't mine. I'd taken the director's phone. <laughs> I oh, didn't God. get the part. <laughs> oh, no. Imagine. I mean, I would have been like, I've found this on the street for you and been like the saviour of the day. Or I'd be like, give me the part or you won't get your phone back. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're not having your jacket or your phone unless you book me, bitch. And that's the end of that one. <laughs> Go like Liam Neeson on them, like I know who you are. I know. Wow! Give me your money. How embarrassing! I know. Oh that god, really made me laugh. And then there was one more, which actually made me think of something. But here we go. Okay. Um, and then he's put, "Oh yes, there are the auditions where one candidate simply wouldn't leave. They were obviously trying to listen to the competition through the door." Then when we started to get a bit stern, they insisted that someone had stolen their phone. Yes, they'd accidentally left their phone in the audition on the record button. <gasps> so they'd been recording everyone's auditions. <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Fuck's sake, Just... psychopath. <laughs> why would then, you do that? You absolute they, like, weirdos. Do you ever have moments when like, you leave an audition room? And like stuff like when I've been on a panel in an audition, the second someone leaves the audition room, you'll go, meh, or yeah, I really like them, or ah, I don't really know. You give feedback immediately. Like, so there is parts of my brain that whenever I've left an audition, I want to stand by that door and like hear them go, oh, don't really know, or she has stupid hair. Or do you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Yeah. And also, this reminded me of a friend of mine um told me that he used to he doesn't audition anymore when he went into auditions he'd put his phone recorder on and he'd listen back to his audition like in a later day i mean that's okay that's a good idea because yeah, it's yourself i mean i spoke to aiden about it and i was like that's such a good, good idea and aiden was like that is the worst idea for people like you who nitpick at every little thing I overthink just yeah. overthink everything. Because if you don't get the job, you're going to sit there and go, oh, I did that. Or, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Or I did it. And I was like, yeah, yeah actually, that is so true. Like, I would give myself more PTSD from that. Yeah. But imagine listening to everyone else's audition. 
Wow. No, I can. It would. That would give me more anxiety than anything. I'd be like, damn yeah. it, I should have done it like that, or Absolutely. should have done it like this. Like, and then you start thinking, I'm just shit. I'm shit. What? That's this is why I don't get work because I'm shit. I just imagine like finding out that your audition is on someone's phone like I have done some shite auditions in my life that if someone told me they had video evidence of I would just cry I would literally crawl in a hole and cry yeah me too it's not for me like absolutely not um I did have a funny story of my own that I remembered the other day someone reminded me of and I thought I would share it on here (laughs) okay go for it this is an open space open space so it wasn't audition it was an actual like job moment so I I did um, a theatre tour um we did the little mix show and it's basically like it's not we say it's not a tribute show because we don't pretend to be them but we sing all the little mix songs and do all their dance moves yeah so it's kind of a tribute show and we talk about the girls um and a few years ago I was doing this show and I was doing it with like three of my best mates. Like it was a really fucking sick contract. We were buzzing. Um, however, it was like a week in, everyone was a bit tired, just kind of like, I think it's kind of matinee. So everyone was a little bit knackered and just like ready for dinner. And there's a song called Power that Little Mix do. Yeah. And Molabake, 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 Molabake. Yeah. Yeah. That's the song. And how the choreographer does it is two people come on first and sing the whole beginning bit. And then when it goes, my turn, I make get a lean, two other mm. people come at the back. Anyway, so I'm at the front of the first bit singing all the stuff, you're the man, doing all this sort of shit. And I genuinely went, um, you make rain, I make rain, you should know. Oh my God. Right? And there is nothing like cracking in public because you you can't do anything about it. Like you can't, you've done it. Now. Like it's out there. And I literally, my face just went from like, yeah, boss bitch, to like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And as I cracked, I have to turn to the back to do this dance move. And literally, my mate who was in the wings couldn't stop laughing because she said she watched my face go from yeah to oh my god, I'm gonna die. 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 And then she walked on stage laughing, like literally just like uncontrollable laughing. And the whole way through power, all four of us were just crying, just like, <gasps> get us off this stage now, because this was too funny. Um, however, little karma moment here. So that happened. It was worst thing ever. It was so embarrassing. About six months later. Um, oh, no, it wasn't even six months. I'm, I'm a lie. About a week later, we had a girl... Um, drop in for another character commitments and my mate Nicola was telling this story I was like oh it's so fucking funny like Nat did this crack and they're all doing it ha 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 we got on stage and Nick cracked so bad no I literally on stage turned around and went ha like that and then later on we were just like it was instant karma so now it's kind of like a rule not to talk about the cracks because then you will crack but if there's ever any footage of the 2017 little mix show tour Uh-oh. i never want to see it because that crack <gasps> haunts don't me. talk about the crack haunts don't talk about the crack my dreams like don't do it don't no. talk about the crack no, no so no. yeah so I kind of, do you know what? Um, I'm all up for like people making mistakes on shows and stuff like that because we're human and it shows we're not robots. And eventually, when robots take over and do everything, they won't make mistakes. 
Yeah. yeah. So actually, I'm going to embrace all the cracks. <laughs> and it's live. It's live. Things happen. You know, mm. it just happens. And also, it brings funny memories. And I'm all here for the bants. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I you know, live sat here now. <laughs> you have to. Uh, get it on a poster. Get it on the canvas. Yeah. Um, the canvas. Or, or a tattoo on your ass. Whatever, whatever works for you. Whatever floats your boat. Um, I'm going to bring some funny stories next week. Are you? Yeah. I've sat here yeah. and I've thought about a couple of mine that I haven't shared with the world ever. Well, and I think maybe this is the platform for it. I think this is the time and place. Yeah. Get it off my chest. And, uh, on that note, we're going to love you all and leave you. But please um, do send us in some funny stories. Send us in your yeah. bubble lives. Um Hit us up. We want to hear. We want to not feel as bad about ourselves and our experiences. Yeah, we do. Thank you. We can all be one then. All be one with the embarrassment. Yes, please. Thank you so so much. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone go and have a lovely week. Um, Don't be a Kelly this week. She's she's in a bad place with the car. Yeah, and if if you see someone just walking in the rain or they've broken down, (laughs) think about them. In a 90s boy band music video. Say hi. Yeah. Please do. Offer them some water and wristbands. Not laced with roofies. Yeah. No. Right. No. Peace out. A town down. A town. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.